How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, gosh, beautiful welcome where, look, we've got to just tell you from the off, We've been on the bouvet. <laughs> we have had a few bouvets this evening. If you have missed bouvet, bouvet came from June's charity do, um, where, I mean, we got horribly smashed and stood in a walk-in fridge after bouvet last time. I modelled two patchwork quilts. You did. <laughs> the bouvet you did. can send you loopy. Bouvet, it's a delightful little fizz. And um, we, it's sparkling wine, really. It is isn't really. It? And as we were loading the remaining booze out of the marquee and into the storage unit to go back after the charity event, we siphoned off two boxes and said, "Send us the bill." <laughs> um, so we, we've got, we've come home with bouvet. So we've got. I think we've got twenty-four bottles of bouvet between <laughs> us. <laughs> we have. And the glorious thing was, Jules very kindly bought the bouvet back for me uh, but it's been tripping over it for about a month now so it's high time I took it home with me and did the right thing um, so I will be taking the bouvet back but I was telling Sarah before I went to Lovebox uh, we had two bottles of bouvet between four I don't remember getting there <laughs> that's the bouvet for you so just something to bear in mind dear listener um, if you are listening early on the Friday commute, um, this could be you. I mean, you know, give it 12 hours. We're half cut. Absolutely. We really, really are well on our way. Um, so look, all manner coming up on the podcast this afternoon. What's your news from the north about? My news from the north is about lawnmowers. Lovely. That's, that's on the way. What about you? Uh, bird houses. Uh, I mean, look... All the outdoors. It is the summer. <laughs> it's all being covered this afternoon. Uh, now, before we get cracking, we're on my mattress. Now we are. I mean, I say on your mattress. I'm practically in it by now. Jules has got this amazing new mattress. I mean, there's a whole story about how it came to even be here. Oh my God, it's gorgeous. So I... Um, it's I was, so clever. But I was like, I just... Like, we record the podcast on 
my bed. Yeah. I work from my bed. It's just like, it's part of being a millennial. We Absolutely. work from our beds all the time. <laughs> I think in actually 10 years, nobody will leave their bed. This oh, will just God. be it. Well, this mattress, I can barely get up in the morning. It's yeah. so comfy, but it's from a company called Casper. And Hi, Casper. Hi, Casper. And they... Um, they deliver the mattress in one of those clever boxes. It's like the original mattress that you open up, cut, cut, cut open the wrapping, and then it pops out. Boof. Yeah, boof. God, that could really take you by surprise. And the delivery man, when he delivered it, just knocked, and I opened the door, and it was like Moses being left on the doorstep. Just <laughs> left it. And I was like, oh. And you know, have you ever seen a wildlife documentary where a lioness has to drag a wildebeest up yeah. a tree? Yeah. That was me trying to get the damn thing through the door. And then I was like... <laughs> I was like, I won't do it today. I've got a few functions to go to. Yeah. I was hanging trying to get this mattress do the changeover. <laughs> Cut my finger on the scissors. Like, oh, it all went darling. horribly wrong. But how comfy is it? It's like the what? comfiest it bed ever. absolutely gorgeous. Like I said, I mean, it's like being on a marshmallow. Being in heaven, not the club, the actual, you know. Nicely done. Um, when you are sat kicking your legs... Off a little cloud, it will feel like this. Honestly, I really, it's really so nice. rate this mattress. I love that you put your foot on it and you sink in. It's and one of the clever memory foam it ones. Back. It's like bouncing around, isn't it? I feel like I'm on. I feel right. like I'm in the Ribena advert. <laughs> I tell you, there's no like, there's no downside apart from the fact that I am literally late now every morning. You just can't I just get cannot up. go. I've had to set my alarm an hour earlier, so That's it takes me an hour to wake up. Hilarious! <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> Have you slept better on it? Yeah, completely. That's good. It's like, I cannot rate this mattress. And then I got two pillows and a mattress topper. Is this a pillow? Is this yeah, a pillow Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lie them? back, lie back, lie back. Oh, yeah. I'm not moving. For, I mean, for the rest of the week. Oh, fine. I'll give you your own set yeah, of keys. I've got a spare it. pair. No, darling. There's no need. Shut me in. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. God, it's so nice. Yeah, it's it almost really feels like nice. when Jasmine and her Aladdin are on the carpet and it's like yeah. a whole new world. Oh, no. Don't you dare close your eyes. But do. But do, do close your eyes because you're on the Casper. Casper, <laughs> ah, welcome. I feel like Casper's a new friend. Yeah. He's a new member of the Port Salou crew. He is. Yeah, he, is. he is. It's like sitting on Port Salou. That's what it's like. We are basically sat yeah. on half-melted Port Salou. Oh my God, that's what it is. It's just like <laughs> divine. So look, mattress aside, how the hell have you been, darling? I've been in Portugal. Of course you have. Jet setting. Marbs, now Portugal. I haven't been to Portugal for years. I got very badly sunburnt as a child, but that's another story. <laughs> well, I hadn't been, and I actually was supposed to go the week before Marbella, and then I got my dates wrong, and I sent the money over, then looked at the email again. Twasn't uh, June, it was July. Oh. Got myself confused. So two holidays in the space of three weeks. God, what am I like? Um, <laughs> but I... I'm done with budget airlines. I'm After amazed the... you're still risking it. <laughs> Never again. I'm done. I was packed in like an origami stick man into that seat. <laughs> it was awful. Then they took my bag, put it in the hold. Oh, I hate no. that. Um, Why do they do that? Because it's too big? Well, no, because over... there's too many people who's got... Like, I don't basically... I just can't bear a push and a shove. No. So when it's like, get through, beat your thing, whatever, and yeah. everyone's trying to get on and they're shoving the cases up in the thing, I just sit there and wait till I'm the last person. I'm like, just a minute, and I wait right to the end so I know that I will literally walk down that long corridor and then get on the flight. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to stand in that corridor cold shivering. No, and that okay, nonsense. trying to get past people. Do you pay extra to book your seat? 
No. Because you're travelling alone, so it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. But yeah. I will not be travelling on budget airlines anymore. No, 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 no. It's back. It, so you waited till the end. You let everybody waited, get on. Waited and, until the end. And then what? All the overhead space is gone. So at what point do they take your case off you to put it in the hold? Just before you get on the flight. Oh my God. What if you need things? Well, that, well, they did say, is there anything you need? And I said, I'm not going to open my life out on this bloody I'm runway. I'm not getting my life out on the <laughs> runway. <laughs> I'm not showing you my pants and my outfits for the weekend on the runway, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I was vile to everyone on the cabin. Do they compensate you? No. Uh, they put Ridiculous. some ghastly ticket on my bag, the bastards. Mm. But um, that aside, <laughs> I had a near-death experience. Oh my God, what the hell's gone on? <laughs> I was on a beach and I was walking along and I was like, God, this is so gorgeous, isn't it divine? And there was someone having their new Facebook profile picture <laughs> yeah, taken. Yeah. Now this okay, woman... Yeah. A full shoot. And this, <laughs> this woman was in her 60s for sure, in okay. a bikini. And she looked great for Good 60 for in a bikini. Now, her husband, I presume, was taking pictures of her with this, like, you know, the sea life behind her and all yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say a sea lion. Well. I was like, gosh, what a thing to pose well, with. Well, um, and I tried to avoid the lens, missed the camouflaged rock. Oh, darling. Hit my leg face down. Oh, my God. Completely face down. <laughs> I don't think I made it into their shot annoyingly, but I, it's a miracle I've made it back. Darling. It gets worse. When you say, now hang on, what sort of fall? Into the sand? Into the sand, oh, face down. I'm gosh. telling you, Portuguese sand in your mouth is not enjoyable. No. And a stubbed heel. Oh, love. I was very sore. And then I had to limp on this like really wet sand. So I was going up and down, up and down. It looked like I had a prosthetic leg. I it was love awful. the idea of the whole thing being in the background of this woman's photo. You For ah, her Facebook. Ah, and then limping off. So then I dusted the sand off the rock to make sure that other passers-by would see it. That's, that, that is kind. <laughs> Got a right man to write into somewhere. Yeah. Um, there was a rock on your beach. But, but... Had a rock on a beach. Call us. There was mentions of going on a dolphin-watching boat. Oh, no. Everyone in the group... Surely they knew. No. Everyone in the group was really up for it, really excited, really... And I said, I said... I'm, I'm terribly sorry, girls, but I cannot get on a boat where dolphins may or may not be leaping into the air. I was like, that for me is bedlam. It's a no. I was like, there is no amount of, no amount of bouvet that can get me on that oh boat. Oh my God, hilarious. And they were like, but you know, we might not see them. And I was like, we'll you're see the, them. You're the only person who would go on a dolphin watching course hoping that you didn't see them. <laughs> Oh, how disappointed. Oh, what shame. But it would be oh. like, I would not get on a clear bottom boat. Oh, my they God. They terrify the hell out of me. Well, they're and then, ridiculous. And then, and then on the way, you know, on the way driving to this beach, it's all billboards of people with dolphins, people having weddings with dolphins dying over them, people <laughs> hugging the dolphins, diving with the dolphins. Marrying them. Walking the dolphins, that kind of thing. Oh, no. It's my worst nightmare. <laughs> I'd rather be cremated with a banana. <laughs> Imagine a dolphin eating a banana. Hell on. Hell. Absolute hell on. So did you, did you go? Did they go? Luckily, you could only pay with cash. We went. We got to the kiosk. Oh, my God. Luckily, you could only pay with cash Great. for the dolphin tour. Right. None of us had cash and there was no ATM near. And it's back to the bar, I I'm thought, afraid. Mm, what an interesting turn of events, yeah. girls. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're good though to get in the queue. I just thought, even if I go on this boat, it's going to be content. I was actually going to do it for the Port Salou crew. Oh, bless you. But thank I like Christ. the idea of you putting a sleep mask on so you don't have to see a thing. You know, like... Well, I just hear the splashes. It'd be it. worse. <laughs> well, you know on Mr. and Mrs. When the, or the Generation game where they had to have the eye mask or on. Or Dating with in the, the Dark. Yeah, with the big headphones on. You could just have that. <laughs> <laughs> what with my Radio 4 podcast on? Oh, darling, you would have heard the sonar. <laughs> oh, they're awful. I hate dolphins so much. I think it's got worse. I think your dolphin phobia, I feel like when we first started doing the podcast, you were like, yeah, don't trust them, don't like them. Now, I think it's full blown. They're out to get me. They are. They're coming for me. Um, and it also, I'm... Pretty much realised I'm a bit of a functioning alcoholic, to be honest. Well, darling, we knew that already. <laughs> I mean, see above, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Option A, B, C, or D. Yeah, all, all, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah, that's about that. Right. Okay. I'm no, not gonna. <laughs> I was gonna, gonna go into. Well, I was gonna go into that. how I'd got myself into that like theory of like having bottles of wine at lunch and really well, just not even touching well, I mean, the sides. You were on holiday. It was only a mini break. Wasn't yeah, it? but holiday. Holidays holiday, darling. Count. You can drink as, as soon as you like, darling. Look, I'm. Well, I did actually up. check into one hotel with an Aperol spritz in hand. Yeah, good. No shame. Very I went, good. I, we got to the hotel and I went to the bar first, got an Aperol spritz, dragged my case back to reception yeah, and checked yeah. in. <laughs> I hadn't even told them you were there. Marvellous. Yeah. Do you have a bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally saw the bar when I got there and just dragged my case through. That's wonderful. I was like, I'll be back in two seconds. Aperol spritz, please. Yeah. Got it. Walked back. I mean, that's in. extreme, isn't it? Just to not even have checked in. <laughs> when you sent me that text and you said, I've just checked in with an Aperol spritz, I thought you meant the flight. I thought you'd no, got to the airport with an Aperol hotel. spritz. That's hilarious. Also, what happened in Portugal, um, I, yet again, was a victim of crime. What? In Portugal, falling on a rock? Getting robbed, getting drunk, developing an alcohol problem. And almost been attacked by man-eating dolphins. It's been stressful. Yeah. But, so, we had Aperol spritzers on the beach. About five or six per person. Fine. Um, and but basically just soda. Uh, yes, and I had to go and walk it off. <laughs> um, now, a couple of... A couple of <laughs> a... <laughs> sure. Now, I, I, there was... For me, that would involve chips. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, there was two others that came to walk it off with me. The other two fell asleep. Um, yeah. I, we were gone for about 45 minutes. I came back. Everyone went back to their towel. Where was mine? <gasps> now, these towels were loaned by the hotel that we were staying in. So Lovely. I was a bit like, hell, I put money down for this towel. I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to lose money. Yeah. Anyway, this family of Brits were next to us. Go on. And I was like... Oh, my towel. My towel. Where my is it gone? Everybody starts looking a bit shifty and I thought, one of those little fuckers has got it. Sorry for swearing, but I needed to get it <laughs> yeah. out. Um, and basically, I, I kept jibbing it in with my friends. I was like, oh, it's awful not having a towel. Isn't it awful? Who would take a towel? And I thought, well, just slowly chip, chip away at this family because yeah. somebody... Somebody's going to break. Someone's going to crack. Yeah. Up she gets grabs the float and walks into the sea. And I thought, it's you. Yeah. I've got it. I've cracked her. Yeah. So anyway, I find <laughs> the youngest one closest. After her. Put, a, put a fag out in the inflatable. <laughs> <laughs> so I then sat myself down on a towel with my friend closest to the family. Yeah. And 
there was a younger brother, I'd say he's about 15, and I mm. thought, he's going to be weak. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I was like, you know, laughing along and making jokes, noticed that he was laughing with, so he was definitely tuning in, and I, yeah. said, and I said, who took the towel? <gasps> and he was like, uh, uh, and I said, one of you in this group stolen my towel, and believe you me, I will not be leaving this beach until I've got it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, I was half cut on Aperol, so I thought I was the dog's bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so he was like, uh, 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 well, uh, I don't think anyone, I said, we all know here yeah. that somebody yes. has taken this towel. Somebody's committed a this crime. This is amazing. This is like line of duty. So anyway, I start to see the feathers ruffle within yeah. the family. I start to see them ruffle, ruffle. And the mum pops up and she says, well, I don't think anyone's taken it. I said, madam. I had a towel here that has been taken. Yes. And forgive me for being wrong, but you were not on this part of the beach when I left to walk my Aperol off. Yeah. And yeah. I'm now back. <laughs> and there appears to be a large amount of sand where I was laying. Mm. Anyway, she said, uh, uh, and then the teenage boy suddenly goes, it was her in the sea. It was her <gasps> in the sea. And I was Which like, you knew. And I was like, right. And I said, would one of you like to go tell her that I would like a word with her? Maybe you, as her mother, would like this to go. This is amazing. So the mother is like, uh, it was definitely my husband. And I was like, it was not. Stop passing the buck, everyone. It was not. Where's the towel? Is it not in view? No, because they're, they're flocked together, aren't they? Right. I'm peripheral. Yeah, okay, got so it. So anyway, in she goes into the ocean to talk to this her daughter. This is amazing. In she goes, and I'm sat there like... And I'm, I'm making it, I'm kind of, you know, cracking the jokes, making it all yeah. seem like I'm fine. But literally, she knows Seething. I am going to behead this girl yeah. big time. <laughs> she will not come out, will not come Who's, out. How old's this girl in the scene? 15. Sea? Right, yeah. So anyway, the mum comes out, starts covering for it. No, 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 she didn't take it. She feels terrible. She feels really embarrassed. She feels terrible. It was definitely my husband. And I said, so you are telling me that this 56, no offence if you're not, <laughs> man... <laughs> took this towel yeah and he was like oh yeah i uh, definitely i said no do not i said i'm sorry you must be taking me for a mug <gasps> this is incredible and i said go and fetch her immediately yes so anyway in they go and out she comes and i said what's your name she said jen and i said jen i think it's best that you and i have a little chat <gasps> and i said come and sit next to me right now and anyway, Jen comes and sits down. I'm smiling, but, you know, it's smiling, smiling with a knife yeah, through my teeth. Yeah, yeah. And I said, Jen, have you been lying on that towel? And she said, yeah. And I said, Jen, you should, be, you should be really think carefully when you're going to take <laughs> stolen goods. And she said, what do you mean? And I was like, well, say you did take my towel. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awful if I had crabs? <laughs> and I said, Jen, I have crabs and I have a skin disorder. Yeah. And I said, you've just been lying on a towel that I've lay on. Yes. And I said, that's all I'm going to leave you with. Yes. And she, and she just looked mortified, <laughs> absolutely mortified. And, and ran straight back into the sea. She said, and I said, have you got anything you'd like to say to me? And she went, I'm sorry. And I said, yeah, you are sorry. You will be. And I said, don't take my towel. And I said, I would recommend chamomile lotion. <laughs> <laughs> and did they, did they give it you back? Yeah, they gave it me back. Oh my God. And within, within literally 15 minutes, they'd gone. I can't believe... I can't believe that mother bloody stuck up for him. I can't believe and didn't, like, that they took towel. I can't believe that somebody stole Revolting your towel. Revolting devil children. Revolting. Absolutely vile. You showed them though. I did. Oh my God. Just. That is incredible. Isn't it? You do not mess with Jules Von Hepp. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, what, are you, what have you been up to, darling? Well, not a lot, to be honest, darling. And I'm very tired. I'm very emotional. I'm very premenstrual. Last night, I was in on my own and I cried at Babe Pig in the City, which they were using a clip of on Goggle Sprogs, and I booked myself on a quilting course. I mean, things... <laughs> I am messy at the moment. What do you mean a quilting course, I booked myself Sarah? On. God. I'm going quilting. I decided I needed a hobby. Oh my god. I need god. a hobby and Quilting. that's going to be my new hobby. You wait. You will, you won't be complaining when you're snuggled under a little quilt of mine. I'm my winter with the eider down needle by the, yeah. by Sarah Bauer. <laughs> it's meant to be very therapeutic. So yeah, I am starting quilting is the headline here, Portsloo crew. If you have any old garments that you think will yes. make a decent quilt. Scraps, offcuts. I'd be very interested in bits of fabric, actually, <laughs> if you could send them in. I'd be very interested. Do get in touch. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And to be honest, do you know what I'm missing? The spray tan. I mean, the spray tan, it was a good friend of mine there. It was a best friend of mine for a good week. A good week I eat that spray tan. I hardly showered at all. <laughs> Honestly, I was tanned and tanned. The compliments I had, people writing to me. It's all gone now. I'm back to the old white pork belly and I can't bear it. Oh, that's how the addiction starts, darling. That's why I had to get a job in it. Yeah, and you... Careful where you're swinging sorry, that boob no. back class. <laughs> <laughs> this is white company bedding. I'm fully aware. I wouldn't spill a drop. <laughs> And you know who else has got onto the tanning? Now, I bobbed home to see June 
And June is very interested in the tanning <laughs> because why does it make you look thinner? Why is it that having a tan makes you look thin? I actually thin? know the answer what to this. What is it? So when you stand in front of the mirror and you're pale, the light that surrounds your silhouette yeah. is not as prominent because it blends in with your paler body. Yes. When your body's darker, you can actually see your silhouette more. Oh. That's why you look thinner. It's just the is light it? behind you. Interesting. It just, it just makes your silhouette stand out more. I mean, more. God, the light. I mean, I glow in the dark. I'm so pale. So that puts me you at the other end yeah, of the spectrum. Yeah, you definitely do need a UV glasses. Yes, to look at me naked. Sarah Powell glasses on. Yeah, so June really, really fancies it, actually, a bit of the old tanning. Well, funny you should mention that because I uh, got back from Portugal. Somebody's written to me, oh, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> Handwritten. <gasps> Another note from the desk of June. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was her because there was a scratch of a magpie claw on the envelope. <laughs> Would you like to read it or shall I? I think you should. Darling Jules, thank you so very much for my delicious little bag of tan looks, which I did gift June, which will revolutionise my, well, let's face it, non-existing tanning regime. I shall hydrate and smooth and tan in my sleep. My pasty white lifeless appearance will be transformed and will be a thing of the past and I shall soon burst from, <laughs> burst forth with radiance. Um, but also H2O and healthy eating will have to be involved. <laughs> oh, June. So very kind. Thank you. Love. Kiss, kiss, kiss. June. Divine. I'm a big fan of anyone who goes kiss, kiss, kiss. June. Yes. Rather than June, kiss, kiss, yes, kiss. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to start doing that. And this looks like it's been a reused card with a freshly guillotined edge. I would say that's exactly what's happened there. Of two cockatoos, she actually showed me a selection of cards to send you. Some of them were ghastly. I said, you can't send him that. <laughs> He'll never put it up. But I thought actually that might make it. Well, that isn't a cockatoo. That's actually a rare Indian parrot. Oh, throw it across the room then. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't believe it. I've let you down. I've let myself down. <laughs> Shall we do a little bit of correspondence? Let's. Oh, my days. Now, I have got a postcard here um, from... Get your vocal cords ready. Go on. The Copa... Copacabana. God, what a gorgeous array of stamps. Look at this one with the little man holding the orange thing. Oh, that is fun. Is now, there a beach who's on the been... next one with a stolen towel? Who's been to... Ange. Ange. I think your name's Ange. Ange has been to Copacabana. I don't know what voice to do this in. Um, you should do it in the style of Barry Manilow, because he's always at the Coco Cabana. I think you should do it then. You... All right, I'll get my Come Manilow on, out. <laughs> Dear Jules and Sarah, lots of love and kisses from Coco Cabana, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Can't stop listening and laughing to you both. It brings me a lot of joy and happiness in my life. I used to live in London. <laughs> that doesn't go anywhere. I used to live in London. Love the podcast so much. You both are the best. And so are June and Sheila, she added there in the bottom corner. Lovely. Ange. Now, it's quite clear from the handwriting here, Ange has been drunk for four years, I would say, in the Copa, Copacabana. Those mimosas, they've just not stopped flowing, She's have they, She's been Ange? on the bouvet. And why not? Good for you, darling. At the Coco 
Copacabana. Lovely. Lovely. Thank you so much. That's our much. first postcard from Rio. We've never had a yeah. postcard from Brazil. I know we haven't. We haven't we haven't <laughs> ventured into um, Brazil. No. I've got a I've got a tweet here from Heather McCartney. <gasps> Do you think it could be the one? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Heather Mills McCartney been in touch. <laughs> Her handle is at Lady McCartney. Well it all fits, doesn't it? Does she talk with an SXX and well, she does she now. She does now. I saved up three episodes of Jules Von Epp and Sarah Powell to get through this train journey to my boyfriends. Hashtag Jules and Sarah the podcast. God, where does he live? Glasgow, Brazil. Where's <laughs> he from? Three train journeys. I'd have to split up with him. Three episodes. Three episodes. That's an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, I'd knock that on the head. <laughs> oh, Heather, I wouldn't be doing with that. An hour and a half. You must be joking. I'd be glad of that distance. I'm looking for someone on the other side of the Atlantic. If you are on the other side of the Atlantic and you're looking to date our dear Jules, do get in touch. Very available, very, very cheap. Very <laughs> not cheap, but very available. A cheap date. No, I only need half a bouvet. Sell yourself short. They can do more than bouvet. I can give you bouvet. Have <laughs> <laughs> an upgrade. And also, we've got this tweet here from the lovely Amelia Wilson. Hi, Amelia. Oh, hi, Amelia. Cackling, re-listening to old episodes, especially Jules's running with the sassy Gelato man. <laughs> and he was a dick. <laughs> Swearing on this podcast. He was in Cyprus. Well, that's what happens when you have bouvet. He was in Cyprus. He was, he? Wasn't gave he? me the sass. Yeah. He gave me the sass and all he wanted was gelato. His face was harsh and weathered. That's <laughs> what he said about it. I remember it was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> Stand by that. I had a lovely bit of pistachio uh, yeah. gelato, actually. Oh, did you? Mm, what, in, in Portugal? Yeah, it was delicious. Well, you needed something to calm your nerves. You'd had theft, you'd had dolphins. <laughs> it was awful. A fall. Absolutely. Pistachio ice cream is the least they could do. <laughs> um, we adore you getting in touch. I am at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Von Hepp. And the address, should you wish to write to us, will be given out towards the end. If you're in Coco Cabana, do get in touch. Um, so look, Ken, Sheila, Sheila and Ken, how the hell are all of them? I have been updated with the Gay Pride news. Oh, now, for those who missed this, Ken, unknowingly, went to whole Gay Pride. How did he get on? <laughs> so, Ken actually went on the Sunday night. Now, he believes from the, the patterns of glitter that he noticed at his hotel reception <laughs> yes. that Gay Pride had been on Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Sure. He did say that he did see some very effeminate men at breakfast who lacked croissants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it's all making sense. But Ken said... Um, for all, it is a very busy city. And on Monday night, we went out drinking on a boat. Oh and I my said, God. what? He said, we were on a shipper or a ship liner in Hull. <laughs> he said, it was a little bar with four women working behind it. And I think there might have been lesbians in this bar because there was a lot of women drinking pints. The prostitutes! It's the port, <laughs> Ken! <laughs> He said, we did have a lovely few halves, and then we left to go to a restaurant. Charming! So I said, oh, right, okay, okay. He said, now in Hull, there are a lot, there's a, a wide array of architecture. <laughs> there's old buildings meets new buildings, and there's lots of tiny alleyways and twists and turns. I thought, here we go. This is where my dad's going to tell me he ended up in a gay club. He ended up with his pants down in an alleyway. It's George <laughs> Michael cottaging. I thought, here we go. This is Ken's broke back. This is all I need. <laughs> he was telling me before brunch, I hadn't even eaten. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, 
we stumbled across 20 women dressed in 1940s attire. How fun! <laughs> he said at first, I didn't know if they were local Hull women and they just were a few de- a few decades behind, you know, on the fashions. <laughs> but, <laughs> so hard to say! But then I realised that actually the women were part of a production. Wow, gosh! So Ken had suddenly take a turn <laughs> and he found himself immersed in on-street theatre. He was in a film set. He said, I would like to point out that we were K-line at this point, which means drunk. Right, bloody hell! For a minute there, I didn't know what those ladies in the bar had slipped him. So he's in street theatre. He's in street theatre. Yeah. He somehow ended up in street theatre. He's absolutely wasted. Um, and he <laughs> he sits down at this table and starts talking to this man. Turns out the man is the director of this film theatre. Right. Ken. Now, Ken, you may know this or may not. Ken used to work in television in the 90s. Sure. As does a lot of his friends. Now, Ken and his Ken friends... Ken knows how it works. Ken and his friends thought, we'll have a bit of a laugh. We'll really go yeah. for it. We'll tell him that we're still in television. <laughs> Sadly, this man has thought this is the opening. Oh, no. So Ken said, well, we were telling him, we were giving him advice of how he could take it from on street to on screen. Telling him the way that he could build. Oh, you're selling him a dream. Selling him the dream. Ken said, I woke up in the morning and completely forgot all of the night. Yes. Until I was in M&S looking at buns. He said, I was in (laughs) M&S. Once again, gay pride rears its head. (laughs) He said, I was in M&S looking at buns and my phone rang. I noticed it was a whole number and... Obviously, it was the director wanting to arrange a meeting. Gosh. He's only bloody gone and arranged a meeting, hasn't he? What? He's got himself too deep, knee deep, ankle deep. He should have admitted everything on the phone right there in front of the M&S buns. This is the start of Ken Spielberg. (laughs) Ken is going to take it to television. What a story. Hannah, what is the quality of the street theatre that's going to be on BBC Two come this time next year? <laughs> Ken didn't mention anything about their performance, just the fact that some of the women had beards. Keeping it under wraps, no doubt. Some of them had beards. Some of them had beards. There was a few five o'clock shadows and a few tr- unshaven calves. <laughs> right. Say no more. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like the new Downton. <laughs> Margaret and Beryl. Oh my gosh. Just unbelievable how's june well so june's welcome home tea as you can remember this time last week she was up to her neck in bicarb trying (laughs) to get those victoria sponges to rise when it was a triumph it was an absolute triumph i've actually got some of the fruit cake for you delicious yes you can have that um so yes, it went very well. June, and then on the Saturday night, we went out to a very new, very high-end Chinese, Ooh. right? Which was gorgeous, actually. What do you a... order when you go to a Chinese? Well, I don't like to mess about. If I can have a set menu, the least amount of thinking, the better. And also, June always passes it over because she can't be bothered. But June doesn't like sharing food. I've she... noticed that, actually. Yes. <laughs> She was very hogging of the avocado at the continental breakfast. June doesn't like having to fight for food. She likes. She's to not have a wrestler. She's time. not a natural wrestler. She's absolutely not. She doesn't like things being passed round. She doesn't like things going fast, and then she's not got to them quickly enough. Yes. Right. She doesn't like that. So she managed. To, she managed to push through. But the best thing, and you know this, you go out up north for a meal. 
the staff. I mean, they're just an absolute riot. Oh my they? god! Yeah. And the best thing was there was it was this Chinese. And is it a Chinese or is it a Chippenese? Uh, what's that? A Chippenese is a Chinese that serves chips. Oh no, it doesn't serve chips. Oh, there wasn't a chip to be seen. Oh, so it's a proper Chinese. Oh, it was very. I high can't end. bear a Chippenese. It was definitely not a Chippenese. It was very exclusive. Very very nice. Um, there was one woman actually who was a bit half cut and sort of, I mean, she practically was just fell spinning into that you. wheel around. Yeah, yeah. The lazy Sue Susan was going around and around and around. <laughs> um, and as you leave, the great thing is, you're like, oh, thanks so much. We had a lovely time. He's like, all right, darling, I'll see you again. Yeah. Like this. And they give you a great big hug as you're leaving. Oh, God, it's just absolutely divine. I love being up north. But we were coming down. June gave us a lift to the station, right, to come back to London. So it was all a bit manic. You can imagine the taxis are pulling up, the short stay, the long stay. It's very manic. Yeah. I know those trains, yeah. June's pulled in. She stuck her hazards on. She's practically flung us out of the car, barely put the brakes on. Fium, off she's gone, right? So we, we're standing on the platform waiting for the train. Who comes trotting along, having found a parking space? June to wave us off <laughs> the ultimate wave off no she's already said goodbye but she's come all the way back up onto the platform she said i couldn't let you go without a proper goodbye but the best thing is we got on the train and it was packed like the, it was the first off peak the train was rammed and i saw as the train was pulling out june waving but not to anyone because she couldn't see us. Just waving at the train, just waving at the whole oh, train that's going so past. Divine. Oh my god! It Did was it break your so heart? Completely. I was like, mm, June, you're the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Waving on the platform, but to, just in case you saw, she couldn't yeah. see. Yeah, and just I did waving. see her. I did see you, June. God, I'm so emotional. I'm li I'm going. Oh, like, I'm so it's emotional so lovely. Moment. That is oh, lovely. Oh my god. <sighs> Take a deep breath, darling. It's the boobette. Ken you know. used to come and wave me off when um, when I was interning in London. He used to come and stand on the platform and wave me off. And um, oh my god, you're oh really god, crying. I'm, really going. <laughs> and... I'm very emotional. I don't know if I've mentioned it. <laughs> and um, the door. I used to hate coming back to London because I used to get really homesick. And I'd stand on the platform and the door would shut and I'd start crying. Yeah. And then Ken would be like. It's okay. He mouthed, it's okay. And I burst out crying and the train would pull away. So I had to ban him from the platform. Oh, I God, said, you're yeah. not allowed on that platform. It's too oh. much. I need to cry in peace. Go on, Ken. Off your pop. God, we've never... I you've know. never cried on a podcast. I, I cry all the time, but you've never <laughs> yeah. cried. Cry <laughs> right, the drop of that. It's a bloody bouvette, right? Look, let's do news from the let's north. Let's pull it round. For let's God's pull it back sake, up. let's have news from the north. What have you got? <laughs> Now, this one comes from justbeverly.co.uk. <laughs> so, You've heard of Just 17. This is this Just is Beverly. Just, just Beverly. But how they oh, pronounce it would gosh. be Just Beverly. Um, wildlife, welcome on Village Sports Field. Oh, hi. Come on in. A barn owl nest box has been erected on the perimeter of Cherry Burton Sports Field in the hope that this will attract birds and therefore encourage more biodiversity in the area. Great! <laughs> they want the Japanese. <laughs> the barn owl box has been sponsored by York Bird of Prey Centre. In addition to the barn owl box, the Cherry Burton Scouts have built a tawny owl nest box and erected it in the perimeter <laughs> of a sports field. And there are plans to erect a, a second tawny nest box so in the coming many erections week. going on! <laughs> there are... A lot of erections on this sports field. Um, <laughs> I love that they've already... Well, you've put one at the bottom. Well, we're going to do the tawny owl. Like, look at them. I know. But the thing is, it's making me laugh. 
It's the fact that I imagine it's a sports field and there's people playing football and then there's just owls yes. flying everywhere. <laughs> Wildflowers are also encouraged. <laughs> Come on, Pamsy. Around the perimeter and bluebells, primroses, cowslips and snowdrops adding colour in the spring. Oh, I while, love a cowslip. While summer flowering, wildflower seeds were sown in the autumn. Uh, efforts to improve the ecology of the sports field were continued with plans already in place to install small bird nest boxes over the next 12 months. You're not going to be able to bloody watch sport. Oh There's going to be boxes everywhere. 12 boxes? Oh my God. It's going to be like spring watch, isn't it? Don't go there with your chips. No. Is <laughs> <laughs> that an open bag of nuts, Barbara? Put it away. <laughs> that pucker pie spot stand will have to be undercover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god so my news from the north <laughs> eat it in the car Dave <laughs> you're not safe out here <laughs> my, new, my news from the north comes from the Blackpool Gazette lovely lawnmower world record attempt arrives in Preston an unusual sight will be passing through Preston today. Andy Maxfield and his record-breaking lawnmower. Prison officer Andy, 48, is attempting to break a world record by travelling from John O'Groats to Land's End on a lawnmower. Gosh. And today, the HMP Kirkham prison officer will be travelling through Preston and stopping for briefly at his home in Inskip before continuing south. Inskip? Yes! In a skip? No, 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 it's a place. <laughs> oh, I know he lives in a skip. <laughs> no, no. Better be pink. <laughs> his challenge aims to raise money for the Alzheimer's Society. Lovely. Very good. As the disease affects his 77-year-old father, James. Sue Squire from the Alzheimer's <laughs> Society said, Andy's been really unlucky with the weather and it's literally rained since he left John O'Groats on Tuesday morning. God. But it's a still high and his support team consists of his two daughters, Catherine and Caitlin, plus the John Deere support team, consisting of Joanne, Becky and Chris, and they're still raring to go and looking forward to reaching Land's End, hopefully in the early hours of Sunday morning. I spent two days with these guys at the beginning of the challenge, and I cannot tell you the enormity of what they're doing. They've battled through awful weather, weather <laughs> recharged daily with a little sleep, and are still smiling. The support from everyone has been absolutely amazing. I cannot thank everybody involved enough for their enthusiasm and dedication to this cause. There is absolutely no doubt that his team are united against dementia. <laughs> so, I mean, look, by the time this podcast comes out, he could be still on the road. Do look out for Andy on his lawnmower. It's easy to find. Very, very it's, easy he to leaves find. That, just that clean, no, he just leaves that clean-cut grass <laughs> <Yes>. track. <laughs> <laughs> Onward, Andy. What a bloody shame about the weather, though. I like the fact that he's got this cheerleading squad. I know, that's it. Going after Very him. Go good. on, Andy. Go on, Andy, on there. Do you want to play Would You Rather? Yes, please. Would you rather pick a carpet clean with tweezers oh. or trim a lawn, a little low to Andy mm, here, nice. with nail clippers? Now this is going to make you laugh. My Uncle Stuart used to cut his lawn with scissors. Stop it. Stop it. Not even joking. We were, we were never allowed on Uncle Stuart's lawn. <laughs> he was very... We were only allowed on the paving. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that lawn was his pride and joy. We were never allowed How on Uncle Stuart's... How big was the lawn? Oh, it was only a little square foot thing. Okay, it wasn't, fine. It wasn't, it wasn't massive, but yeah, we were never allowed on. Why didn't he have a lawnmower? 
Well, there's no point. It wasn't huge. It was only about the size of a double bed. Oh, right. So, so difficult you used to, to do cut. It with, but you used to do it with scissors. Very meticulous. Rulers out, everything. No. Mm. I was going to say, how would you get it uniform? <laughs> and that's how you would. Oh, my. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah. And then how did you suck it up afterwards? So to speak. <laughs> I'm, do you know what I'm not? He must have had one of them leaf blower things. Yeah, he must have done. He must have done. That is... And you weren't allowed to walk on it? No, well, we were very young. I only remember it briefly. Yes, fine. I remember being armed back, you know, yeah, grabbed back yes. from the lawn. Don't go on the lawn. What the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm. Oh, you should, that was crying out for crazy. It all goes on in my family. You've got Auntie Heather with my rosemary rolls. You've got yeah. Uncle Ron Smut. You've got Uncle Stuart's... Grandma scissors. Alice, a, a never-ending... <laughs> mine of information and hilarity <laughs> uh so i will choose uh the scissors i couldn't be between well it's not scissors it's, it's nail clippers which is a lot worse How I, you'd be lawn? glad of a scissor it's enormous it's as far as the eye can see <laughs> and uh, what kind of ply tile like carpet are we talking um deep a, a deep a sticky one yeah and it's dirty it's been dirty a long time i'll go carpet then because it's indoors in yeah fine, i could have the radio on enough. telly on that yeah. kind of thing yeah. i could have the bouvet yes i'll have this done in no close time. to the fridge yeah <laughs> halfway through <laughs> found asleep on it <laughs> <laughs> so you're going for picking a carpet clean with tweezers yes lovely <laughs> We absolutely, God, we adore you for listening if to the podcast. If you're still listening. If you are still listening. And sorry about being very emotional. Um, you can get in touch anytime. We love that. I'm at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Von Hepp. And the address, should you wish to write to us, is... Portsaloo Crew HQ. PO Box. 66747. London. NW5. 9GH. Get in touch. We're getting good at this. Yeah, we'd love that. We do always finish, of course, on Jules's word or affirmation of the week what have you gone for word <gasps> yes what is it bumba shoot bumba shoot what does it mean it's an alternative word <laughs> for an umbrella oh god i didn't know what you were gonna say <laughs> could you could you use it in a sentence training cats and dogs i must have my bumba shoot <laughs> Bombershoot is all I'm going to have. If only Rihanna had known under my bombershoot. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Hey. <laughs> we absolutely... You and me dancing in a video in PVC, whacking up the bombershoots. Under my bombershoot, shoot, shoot. Sony or Universal Music, if you are listening, Sarah and I are very available for bombershoot music single. videos. That's the single. That's the single right there. Um, we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.